It's Coffee Quad Time! now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Rickard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good Wednesday morning, and <coughs> excuse me, welcome to the Coffee Club for this. What is it? Uh, October twentieth of October, twenty twenty one. Say all that backwards, or try to say that three times in a row. But here we are once again. The panel is assembled. We've got another week. We've got um, a very special demo coming up in the second hour. What's that device called again, Chris? It is called a an induction dual burner cooktop, and it is designed to be inset or it can set on your counter. And it's by a company called True Induction. Ah, we got that coming up. And after everybody comes in and talks about what's going on, then I'm going to tell a story about the new Libra Freestyle Sensor 2, which I accidentally got through no plan of my own. And what? If I had to overcome the challenges and what happened. 
So that should be helpful to those folks that use that. And we might as well get started. I had a pretty busy week doing a lot of um, on-the-air stuff and um, getting Jenny's office all together. And so now that seems to be pretty well. we got to add one more piece of microphone and a mat and a chair, and we are done in there. So she now has her office. So I'll turn it over to Jennifer to see, and I'll come back and tell you my adventures with the new freestyle in just a little bit, which will affect a lot of um, visually impaired people. And we'll also talk about the new Spoken RX. So that's all coming up. Go ahead, Jenny. Well, it's been a busy week. I've been rocking the new computer for almost a week. And I can honestly tell you, I don't remember the last time I had a good computer. I forgot what it was like to hit the enter key and actually have it do something instead of sit and wait for half a minute going, uh, do you really want me to do that? So it's, it's been a, wonderful. <laughs> that's a good computer. Yes, it is. I, I really, I didn't realize, I really appreciate it because I didn't realize how slow all the other ones have been. Yeah, I got the honor of setting one up for Chris, and now I did yours, and I've done a few other of those particular models. So they work out pretty good, those HP NV, what is the model number? 9700. They work out real well. Anything else going on, Jennifer? Well, just enjoying what we call a little cooler weather. It's more like it usually is when we're here in the winter now. It's, the humidity's gone. It's 72 out here now. They still say it's going to get to 88, but that's without the humidity, that's doable. All right, let's go on to Timani in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Good morning, everyone. And it's uh, raining and 50 degrees, so not a very nice day. It's supposed to be this way all day. And then uh, colder tomorrow. Our high tomorrow is 50. <laughs> and then lows in the low 30s. So we're under a frost warning tomorrow night. So uh, that's what's coming to our area I uh, not looking forward to it too much but we've had a beautiful fall as far as weather goes highs and a lot of highs in the upper 60s and low 70s which is that's my kind of weather <laughs> anyway um, and Bill's going to be filling in for me today yeah um, but Bill, myself and Perry yeah and, uh, and Perry yeah and friends yeah um and uh, actually also on Friday, so because I have appointments for both days. So uh, anyway, that's the way that's going. But I will be here tomorrow morning and evening, and tomorrow night's countdown is 1978. So I'll let someone else talk. All right, listen it up to Jeff Bennett. Oh, thank you, Bill. Everything is good here. I am not complaining at all. Um, and uh, 
Tim, please keep the weather <clears throat> in your neck of the woods. I mean, I, I'd rather keep it in, in Minnesota than in Albany, New York, but I guess I really can't change that. And uh, I, I, I had something I happened. I haven't had it in a long time. Our local supermarket has fresh homemade apple turnovers, they call it. And boy, were they good. I had one for breakfast this morning. They, they are excellent. It, you can't beat those. Other, other than that, nothing else is going on. A little frustrated with the Amazon uh, app on the phone. Um, so, it's, But at least I have the computer that I can use. But I'd like to look and order on the phone. It's a lot easier, a lot quicker. But I can't change that. So we'll have oh, to that's true. figure that one out. Jeff, tell folks about your reaction to your booster shot. Oh, um, I'm not really complaining, but I really wasn't happy with it. Um, I took the Moderna, sh- not the Moderna, the Pfizer shot on Thursday. And I said, well, I'm feeling pretty good. I, I was with my daughter. My daughter met me at the pharmacy. I said, let me get the shot. Why don't you wait outside? I'll meet you, out. I'll meet you after, the, after I get the shot. And we did. I went out for uh, lunch with her. And I felt great. I did all things radio. Bill, you were there. You know, you know what was going on. Did the all things radio. Woke up the next morning and I just didn't feel right. Uh, my body ached, and you know, yeah. I, and I, but it just got worse, and I got the chills. And I got a slight fever, and that stayed that way up until Saturday morning at about ten or eleven. But uh, it, I, I guess it was the same kind of reaction I had before with Pfizer. But I thought it was a little worse this time. But I, that shouldn't discourage anyone from taking the booster shot. Uh, everyone reacts slightly differently. My arm doesn't hurt anymore, of course. And so I would just say that it's just part of the part of the experience. Oh, there we go. Well, good to have you back up and back at 100 percent. All right. Let's go to Chris and Dave, the cooking stars. Well, I will say that for all of you people out there, um, everybody does react differently. They said that your booster reaction might be similar to your second shot reaction. But we didn't have any reaction except my arm got pretty sore we didn't even really get tired this time so that's a good thing and we're doing fine sunshine had her first vet visit yesterday and she was really really good so that was good she acted totally differently than flash did she was very quiet very scared but she did okay and she was glad to get back home and it's about 55 here so it's a little chilly well, very, very good. We got through the panel. Do we have well, we've got hands raised here. All right. Let's let them go. Did we get Tim? Oh, yes, we, we Tim. did. Oh. Yes, we did. Tim, you want to talk again? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so we have three. Do you want me to do the hands? Stuff? Yeah, yeah. Let's All right. go ahead. Joe, can you unmute yourself out there in Albuquerque, New Mexico? Oh, there hi. you go. Hi. Good morning. Here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, 44 degrees, sunny weather up to 68, down to 44. Tim, you can keep the weather in Minnesota. Thank you. Anyway, actress Marsha Hunt, her birthday, she was 104 on Sunday, and she is still alive. And what shocked us, we, we listened to the big broadcast on WAMU in Washington, D.C., and he said, today is the birthday of Marsha Hunt, and he said, the best to you, Marsha. And we're like going, she is still alive. So that- in fact, good morning, everybody. In fact, I uh, did not uh, recognize. I was like doing a double take. I'm like, so I asked Miss Miss A over here, and that's 
Matt confirmed it. I was like, wow, you've got to be kidding, 104? What's her secret? You know? So, but... Um, and then he, he played, she played a part of a mean woman on, on suspense. Wow, years ago. <laughs> anyway, that's kind of the latest. That show is archived. You can actually, uh, if you want to hear that, you can always go to the big broadcast. What is it? Bigbroadcast.org or WAMU.org. And that, that is the show also that, that Ed Walker used to used to moderate. We actually, we, just almost before he died. So. Good stuff, now, Joe. Yeah, and now uh, Maury Horvitz, Horvitz does it. But, um, yeah, for those of you who were Ed Walker fans, um, yeah, he used to do that show before Maury took over. That is some good radio. Very, very good radio. Thank you, guys. Let's move it along to who, Jeff? Jerry, can you unmute yourself, please? And then after Jerry will be Gail and Bill. Okay. Good morning, everybody. It's uh, about uh, 50 degrees in Indiana, PA, going up to about 69 today. And uh, I am on the... um, home stretch of waiting to have my surgery I'll be having my cancer surgery uh, a week from tomorrow and like next Wednesday yeah I'll be drinking plenty of coffee with y'all I can have as much coffee and as long as I don't put sugar and cream in it um, I can have uh, all clear liquids I gotta go on a liquid diet all day and uh, that's, uh, that's what's happening with me and uh, I believe, if I'm correct, didn't Marsha Hunt star in that television show, Mad About You? I don't know. She we have to get up, one I of them. You know, when, I, when Ellen mentioned her, I said, I know the name, but I I couldn't even tell you what she's done. I mean, I know I knew that she's been in Dark oh, Time Radio, but that's all I remember about her. That was Bonnie Hunt in, in Mad oh, About I'm, Oh, okay. I had the wrong Hunt. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hope everyone's having a wonderful day, and thank you for your good thoughts and prayers. And I'm going to be visiting Judy tomorrow at the uh, my, at the facility where she is, and I'm going to be visiting her Sunday. And we're going to take her some latte and all kinds of stuff that she likes, and uh, that'll be good. Oh yeah, and she doing okay? Otherwise, is she hanging in there? Yeah, she's hanging in there as best as she can. If we if we don't, we can only get her blood sugars regulated, oh. and uh, we had to get we had to get her more strips from American Diabetes Wholesale for a Prodigy Voice, but uh, they should be coming today because I ordered them last Friday. Jerry, without getting too personal, what kind of surgery are you going to be ta- having? And and after the surgery, what are they what are they telling you? Well, I'm going to be having a surgery for esophageal cancer. I have cancer of the esophagus, and a whole bunch of things happened. The tumor kind of pushed parts of my stomach up into my chest near my diaphragm, and they got to kind of reconstruct part of my esophagus, and they also have to... um, uh, They also have to reconstruct, get my stomach down to where it should be, and uh, I may have to have a feeding tube for a while. I certainly hope not, but uh, because I heard that's hard for 
somebody that's blind and visually impaired to to deal with, but we'll have to see what happens. But we're trusting in the Lord, and we'll see what happens. All right. Thank you, Jerry. Good thank luck, you. and we'll talk to you next week, Jerry. Yep, sure will. All right. Thank you, Jerry. Gail, can you unmute yourself, please? I'm unmuted, I hope. You are. Go ahead. Uh, every. Everything is going well with me. I have to go back next month to for my um, platelet count to find out how that's going, if I have to go back on that medication. Or the last couple of months or this month that's been going well, I didn't have to see him this month, but next month I will. And everything is still going well with Wendy. Everything is Everything is going well with her as far as that goes. And I'm getting better. Ellen, I'm getting better at the walker now. Now that I've had to do it a while, I'm getting better at it. Even though this, my apartment door doesn't like me very well with that thing. But it works, as long as I can get things done. And I'm doing something for um, the Meet the Blind Month thing here at Russell Arms Apartments. Uh, bringing the Braille stuff. And I did these for years since I've been here. Um, bringing the Braille stuff and the stuff that I can... Uh, as far as educating, as far as blindness goes. So that's about what's going on here. Oh, and by the way, happy birthday a little bit early, Miss Beth. All right, well, she's here. Uh, she is here and she Gail. hears you. Very okay. good, Gail. Very good. Thank you, Gail. Thanks. Uh, who's our next victim, Jeff? Uh, our next victim is Bill in Chicago. Can you unmute yourself? And by the way, if you think Marsha Hunt is old, I yeah. understand that, but... For those who like uh, television, I didn't realize this until I heard this a few days ago, is that Barbara Eden has turned 90 years old. I Dream of Jeannie. I, wow. only, I can only picture her as being someone who was in her 30s back in 1965 when that show premiered. So that's, that's pretty good. Right. So go ahead, Bill. Okay, that's about 55 degrees here. It's supposed to be about 70 rain this afternoon. And... Uh, good luck on your surgery, Jerry. I think it will keep you in your prayers. Also, um, Bill, I'm glad you're buying HP computers. My niece by marriage, she's one of their chief engineers. Before the virus struck, she traveled all over the world. Every every place she's been, I don't know how many, she's been married. She's got two 16-year-old kids now, but she's been working to build her packer for years. And she's one of their chief engineers. And also... I got a thing in the mail the other day. I don't know if I else got these from the IRS. The IRS sent me a letter or a big package. And in the package was a large print, regular print, and Braille stating that since they noticed I've, I filed blind in the last two years, because I've done that since 61, that I can now get my tax information in whatever format I want. All that we got that, file. Bill. I got oh, that last week as well, Bill. Okay, I didn't know. I, but I, 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 as I said to my sister, I really don't care because uh, my right. accountant does my taxes anyway, and they, and right, right, I, yeah. and he can't read braille anyway, so he, he <laughs> yeah, no, he has to wait for me. And I thought, what are they going to send you? You know, what I mean. But anyway, well, and, occasionally uh, you do get a letter from them if they think there might be a problem, and so that's why I'm trying oh, yeah, to get ours done. Yeah, yeah, I had, I had a letter. I owed him forty-two cents here. Uh, the other, oh, I don't know, a couple of years ago, I made a mistake. Before. And they done me for forty-two cents, so 
I finally just paid the 42 cents. <laughs> well, they gave us, what was it, Dave, 74 cents back that was their error? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that that's better than, well, I've always, I've, I've always used to always get a refund, but the last two years I just break even. Well, I'm retired now. That's I don't I'd like to learn how to use TurboTax and some of that stuff because I've never done that by myself. But I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to make a mistake and, and, and do it all wrong. But I like to learn. Right, and I, and I really don't trust those programs you you buy, like with the TurboTax and that stuff. You're still able to do it with that, but I don't know. I just don't. I don't know whether whether that's really good or not. Well, that's probably I'm just what you. With the self-employment yeah. stuff, I'd do something wrong, and then it would. Yeah. Yeah, what you did, what you did, you, you sent me all your money, Jennifer. That was real nice of you. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but actually, your 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 professional use use software to do the same thing. They just know how to navigate it, so right. they're they're using the same thing. Right. I mean, oh, they well, yeah, the they're using software, they use, but at least they, they know QuickBooks what numbers and, to put where. <laughs> right. Right. They, right. They, they they use QuickBooks and QuickIn and. All that kind of stuff. So, I mean, obviously it can be done. And there are blind people who do it. I mean, Mike Loffis told me he's used TurboTax quite a bit of the time to do his taxes uh, uh, without a problem. I have a friend who does her own, but I don't want to get involved in that. Yeah, I never did. I let let someone else do one. I've done it for years. I always had a tax guy or... Well, I, I worked for him long enough to know the trouble he can get into if you make a mistake and how it can snowball. So I don't want to do it. Right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Bill. Florida, Bill. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, good in Florida, Bill. They're good. No complaints. Um, well, maybe a few, but nothing major. Okay. Oh, and by the way, I, I've run into all kinds of repair. My furnace quit on me. So, hey, these repairmen. <laughs> you know, right when it's getting cold, it decides it doesn't want to work. Now, it worked because I ran the AC a week ago. And everything worked perfect. But well, here last this past Saturday, it was a little chilly here. I got down to about forty degrees at night. I said, "Well, maybe I'll take the chill off the house in the, in the morning." So I went to start it. The burner kicked on. The blower wouldn't start. So I went down. I checked again. So I went up to the thermostat, turned it to manual fan. The fan wouldn't run. So my blower doesn't run. I don't know what the problem is. Maybe it's a loose wire. I had that happen once before, but. You're going to get a tech out there to fix it? Yeah, I got a guy coming. They're supposed to be coming. New furnace, Bill. I, I, yeah, right. Bill, the hammer <laughs> works good. <laughs> yeah, that's true, right. I thought about that. <laughs> and I thought, I thought, I thought of you, I thought of you, uh, uh, I thought of you because I said, uh, I need to have uh, him come out and repair my furnace. We can tear it apart together. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, and then we can try to put them back together. You know, yeah. You, you got you got the the uh, things to indicate circuits and all that kind of stuff. So. Well, if he if he takes it apart, he can usually get it back together. Now, if he doesn't take it apart, that becomes a little bit of a problem. Well, yeah, you're like I am. If I take it apart, I need to get it back together because yeah. I know what I've done. But it's like, yeah, you're right. All right, let you guys go. Catch you later. All right. Well, see you next. Well, I'll be on here next week too. So. We'll be here. We've got more stories for you, Bill. All right, Jeff. Jeff, can you unmute yourself, please? Okay, there we are. <laughs> yep, Hopefully you are. I'm coming through okay because 
This keeps telling me my internet connection is unstable. <laughs> Are you a? Um, do you use that? Uh, what's that cell? Or what's that internet? Um, right now, I'm using Edge. But, no, 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 um, no. What's your internet provider? The one that? Oh, the uh, Spectrum. Oh, you got Spectrum, and Gail has. Um, oh, the. Yeah, yeah CenturyLink, yeah. yeah. That's the one I think is one of the worst I've ever seen. But Spectrum ought to be better than that, Beth. Well, especially what people pay for it. You've got that right. Yeah. Gee. Well, they'll, they're going to hear it from me later if something isn't done. I'm going to try resetting my modem after a while and see what I can, if that helps. And if that doesn't, they're definitely going to be hearing from me. But I wanted to let all of you know I had the most beautiful time Last evening, I had an early birthday supper over at my sister and brother-in-law's house, and we had a nice surprise. They, they, our family always ends up surprising each other, and it's a riot when we do. My aunt and uncle, Claudette and Fred, were, were there, and they gave me a really nice... Um, they, they gave, well, first of all, they gave me a big package. It, has a, uh, it had eight bottles of Diet Pepsi. They know what I like. And they also gave me a Braille card that Claudette got from the um, Hallmark. And the Braille on it is absolutely wonderful. On the outside, the, the top says enjoy, and then the bottom of it tells what the picture is on it. It's balloons. And then on the inside, it says wishing you a, a, a day full of happy moments and a year full of happy days. And then after that, it's a couple lines down. It says "Happy Birthday," and it's just beautiful Braille. <laughs> so I'm I'm really really happy with that. I got some nice little birthday cards from a couple of my great, well, a great niece and a great nephew. They were just drawing some pictures and it looks really nice. And I had some of my favorite meal, I mean, my favorite foods for supper too. So that was all right. And what are your I, favorite? What are your favorite foods for supper? Well, uh, one of them is chicken, and it's either broiled chicken or fried or rotisserie. Last night we had rotisserie chicken, and French fries, and seven-layer salad, and cauliflower, and then and, and and pickles and olives. I always love those. And then we had chocolate ice cream and chocolate cake, and then there was also vanilla ice cream. But I always like chocolate and. For for the desserts, <laughs> and my my brother in law surprised me. He asked my sister also to make dressing, and so she did. I was thinking, what a nice idea because I didn't know she was going to do that. Well, that's and, very good. That's yeah. Oh, what a wonderful, wonderful time! And another nice thing is, it looks like if if I've got the calendar. Right. If I've read it right, today, this afternoon, should be our universal yums. And so then you'll find out what you're going to eat from there. Yep, and I'm looking forward to that. My birthday is tomorrow, and I'm really looking forward to that. I, I'm even going to a counseling appointment tomorrow morning. And I, I'm sure I'll do that okay. I'll, I'll do just fine with it because I know that there are things that have happened over the last few weeks that I've got to talk about. <laughs> so well we'll look forward to hearing those stories and you know what you got coming up and and all of that it's always interesting every week 
your, the Beth and her adventures. It's a lot of fun. Happy birthday. Thank you. And yes. Happy birthday to you, Beth. With enjoy. And many more to come, Beth. Oh, thank you so much. And, and as we, you're not getting older, you're getting younger and wiser. You know, that's always what I tell people. How does it feel? I'll ask certain ones. How does it feel to be younger and wiser? You're younger and wiser. <laughs> so that's what people have said to me, too, and I just love it. I can hug people when they do that. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Beth. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday again. Thank you. And Fran, can you unmute yourself, please? I am here. Fortunately, they went away with the yard work, but they might come back. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so, if you hear a bunch of yard work, I apologize for that. But did you buy me my gro- Did you buy me my groceries from Vons out in California, Fran? Yet? No, I'm just uh, kidding. When you. when I get out to California, I'll think about that. About that. Thank I'm going to go out to California for a vacation pretty soon. So, um, uh, I'm just kidding you, Fran. <laughs> I, oh, of course I know that. Of course I should know that by now. If you didn't do that, I think you didn't like me or something. You know? <laughs> so, Well, you want to go to wine country if you're going to California. Oh, I sure do. Oh, yeah. They, they've got... I've, I've Napa done Valley. Wine tuna. Yeah, I've done the wine tours there many a time, and I'll be happy to do them again. Um, but uh, so, how I long will thought, you get to stay in California? Huh? How long will you be on vacation there? It depends on what the money situation is. Um, I'm getting my. For those who don't know, my mom passed away a couple of months ago, and uh, that reminds me, Bill. I need to talk to you at some point about okay. Social Security stuff, if that you don't mind. No, I don't mind um, at all. But anyway, um, so one thing that um, is coming, I have some kind of insurance policy that my mom had with the company she used to work for, and so I might have enough money to take a little vacation. So how much I, how long I stay, and you know all that, just depends on not only that and staying with a friend so it's also you know like how long does she want me to stay because I don't want to overstay my welcome <laughs> yeah. but um, you know the, what is it the, the man who came to dinner or the woman who came to dinner and just wouldn't leave you know no not me <laughs> I like yeah. people to be happy to see me and happy you know and, and ready to see me go and, you know want me to come back so um, and, yeah. but I wanted to also talk a little bit about the Walmart thing um, <laughs> we had fun because I was going, you know, I, okay, I've got it now. I've heard the demo, but you weren't getting one thing that I was getting is it, it wouldn't go past where it wanted me to put feedback. You know, it said, we love your feedback, blah, blah, blah. And you'd get the little pop, pop, pop. You know, it wouldn't go past that to the checkout um, button. That is sometimes above that so sometimes if you see that you if you don't see it when you flick to the right then flick back to the left well i finally figured that out (laughs) but it took a call yeah it wasn't showing the button and so we actually called them and the guy could hear what it was doing and so uh later now uh she if, is able to see I think the they button changed and something. Great, but something. I think but. they changed something because um, not only did I talk to them, but I wrote them a couple of times too. And uh, 
I don't remember doing anything different, but one time I came on and, hey, it's working. See, that's one problem we just didn't have. I mean, once yeah. it's all, it's one place or the other, and we just never had that problem. Yeah, you didn't have that in the, in yeah. the demo. So that's why I said, okay, why do they not have it, and why is it doing it to me? <laughs> just luck. Yeah. But anyway, everything's working great now, and I like the kind of year where it has the things that you buy most often kind of group. Yeah. That makes it really easy. Be and a little careful on that still, one, though. The EBC yeah. still works well. Yeah. So everything's cooking again. Now Amazon, I guess, is messed up. I haven't heard, I've heard a little bit about it. but Amazon is bad on the phone. Uh-oh, because that's right. You, you, can can search for, you can search for an item in the app, and you can get the list up all right. But when you try to tap on an item to read the description and see if that's really the one you want and to add it to the cart, the screen just, most of the time, not always, but most of the time the screen just dies and turns white, according to Apple. Hmm. Yeah, I heard that they're going to be, you know, that they've gotten a lot of calls about it and they're supposed to be addressing it soon, so I hope they do. Um, because that's another that's my other go to. I'd rather do those two than Instacart because I can use my EBT there. And my local grocery store, I can't use my EBT unless I go in. So I thought uh, Instacart let. In some places they do because I saw it on this one here where you could use that card. Yeah, here the places they have are. The ones that are the only ones that take it are the ones that are way, way out, you know. So, I, you know, that so I would rather. And the, the prices are it's cheaper on Walmart, I think, and and also I get uh, Amazon. Walmart's a little cheaper than Amazon Fresh, I think. But so yeah, um, well, you know that's then, good. That at least you've got that under control, and you you got your Amazon and you got Walmart, and you're good to go. Have you ever ordered? Yeah. Have you ever ordered food on DoorDash? Have you ever done that? All the time, all the time. We order food on DoorDash. What are you laughing at? <laughs> oh, us not ordering food. He's laughing at the idea of us not ordering food. Um, on, in fact. Uh, and I also use Uber Eats. Uh, now Gary usually uses DoorDash when he orders something, and I usually use Uber Eats. Sometimes he uses Uber Eats, but it's just you know I like Uber Eats better, and you know he likes DoorDash better, I guess. But they're six to one, half dozen the other, really. Well, I have to fix my Uber Eats instructions, and I just haven't gotten around to doing that. That's only really oh, yeah. using it. Oh yeah. Less. So wait, now, if you go to California, are, are you taking Gary with you, or are you going to make him batch it at home? He's going to batch it at home. Oh my! Oh, I feel sorry for you, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'll make it through. While the cat's away, the mice will play. Yeah. Well, a cat comes back. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wasn't that a, a, a Dr. Seuss story or some story that the cat came back or something? That, I don't the, know. The cat came back the very next day. The pat, cat came back. They thought he was a goner, but the cat came back. He just couldn't stay away, away, away. Is it uh, Yeah, a Sonny James song. <laughs> you just, 
You just got to watch out because a cat can come back early. That's then right. You never know what a cat's going to do. Well, thank you very much, Fran. We have one more person waiting in the, in sure. the like the talk, but thank you very much. Alan, can you unmute yourself out there in Ontario, California? I'm on. We got you. What's going on out there? Oh, on the it's West 51 Coast? degrees out here. It's going to be pretty nice in the 80 Street. Well, that's good. Are you and Walter up to anything else? Well, no, really, I just got a uh, barred book on my wish list. Um, that just came in that I would subscribe to, so that's good, you know. The Bard book came on your wish list? Yes, it did, yes. Uh, well, that's good. How do you read your Bard books? On I read it with uh, usually my Library of Congress tape player, and I just uh, use the Bard Express most of the time. Yeah, that... I can get my books if I need to, which is nice still to have. Well, that's good that you can use your your player or gosh you can use a player you can use your phone you can use oh, yeah. Victor Stream and many other devices to listen to I'm not so happy with the Victor check he has you know he uses that for talking books yeah yep that works too anything else going on Walter uh, why not Walter but uh, <laughs> no not really um, Try Windows 11, but I'm going to wait for quite a while for that. Why would you? I would so wait. Bad. I would. I would wait a while, a long while for it. Yeah, because I've been. They, I've been hearing oh a lot no, about. It's, uh, it's not bad at all. I no, but there, there are certain bugs in that in that operating system. If you're a real freak well, about how you like your computer, and I would never get the first iteration of it. That's why. Bugs and everything. Yes, I contacted. I mean, so the, far, I'm sorry. I contacted so the far, after this, and they said to wait a while also. Yeah. It's not really different than Windows 10, you guys. Well, since my computer can't have it, and I'm not buying another computer just to update, I'm, I'm keeping Well, I wouldn't buy right another computer to get it, but if you get it, it's not really different than Windows 10 that much. It came automatically. So, I get so tired of everybody being so afraid of anything new, like it's going to give you a disease or something. I don't want to. One of the things I don't want to be tied to is having having a Microsoft account. I have one, but I don't want to. I don't want to have to be required to have one. That's what they are doing in those. Well, that's all. That's going to be going forward, Jeff. Eventually, that will happen anyway. I've been getting notices for Microsoft account to sign into my account. I already have a Microsoft account. But, uh, yeah. But you, you won't notice that much difference in no. in Windows 11. But I put it on Jennifer's computer, new computer, because it came right out of the box. It was, when I did the update, there it went. And I'm wondering, Bill, is there any features that I have to be aware of once I do get Windows 11 installed? I don't think so. Do you use JAWS or what do you use for your... I'm using NVDA right now in narrator. Well, then I think they'll be okay. I don't know that you'll have significant problems. Um, I didn't. I mean, Jenny didn't have any learning curve. Did you, Jenny? Not really, no. It just felt pretty much... I mean, it's pretty much like Windows 10. It's pretty much. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to wait until the, my machine updates. Yeah. I mean, I like the fact I had a 
I had a Windows account, a Microsoft account anyway, so I like that fact because it populated my desktop and did a lot of things a lot faster because I was using OneDrive and things like that before. Yeah. I, you know, it, it's all right. It's nothing. The only thing, the advantage I can, the only thing that I could possibly see that really is significant about Windows 11, especially on installing updates and other things, it's a lot faster, maybe. I think it might be a tad bit faster. But that's well, I only, think they've made Edge better. Because Edge seems easier to use than it was in Windows 10 for me anyway, because I don't mind using it now, and I was always using Chrome before. And it works well with Brave. Um, the the newer version of JAWS that will be coming out in a couple of weeks, um, that will be using you know Windows 11, and that's going to be built for Windows 11, and all the updates are going to be not only that you can run if you if you have if you like an android app and you want to use it on your computer you can use it on your computer because it's available uh with an agreement oh, yeah. google wow so you can you can run android apps on your computer but then when i when i got the latest updated windows uh last week i guess it was i got it got me into a microsoft thing and it said do you want to enable your android any android apps which i don't have any android apps that i want to enable windows 10 mm-hmm. So I think that they're actually making more functionality in 10, but they're not really telling people about it. So, Well, this broadcast machine, I'm using Windows 10 on it, but it's working well and there's no point in changing it. But if something was new and it was ready to go, I just installed it. So, but All right. Thank you, Alan. All right. I've mentioned, Jeff, that I noticed that Brave now has a search engine. Yes, it does, Tim, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I, do you like the Brave browser, Tim? I do. I do, too. Yeah, but, it works um, pretty well. It It's a little different on the downloads. It comes right up kind of like the old IE or the Internet Explorer. It's the browser, you know, it comes right up. And you can download your file right there. Kind of like that. You know, it all works. How's our hand situation, Jeff? Our hands are all caught. I've, I've, I've tied them all down. They're all caught up. All right. I'm going to talk about, as many of you know, a couple of years ago, maybe it's been longer than that now. We thought it was a big thing when we could take our iPhones and have a sensor put on our arm and use the Libre application to read our blood sugar well my doctor's office didn't renew my prescription I don't know what the problem was I had to call them two or three times and then they sent me a reader well I didn't need a reader so then I had to go back again so Saturday I went back and I got a I finally got my sensors. I said, good, I can come home. So I whipped out my my Android phone and I said, well, I'm going to get this all set up. And to my surprise, when I 
I fired it up. It said, this version is not compatible with your phone. I said, what in the world? They look just alike. So I went to, I took my Android, I went to the box and read it, and it said, Libre, Libre 2. I thought, 2? I'm not using a 2. So I tried it with the iPhone, same thing. So next I went to the Internet and I looked around and I found out there was no Libre 2 app on the Play Store for Android, but one had just been released for the iPhone. So I got that and I installed that and put it on my iPhone, went through the prompts and did everything. Then all of a sudden, now I'm getting uh, my Libre to work again, but it's under the Libre 2. I knew this was going to come out, but I didn't know if the pharmacist did it, the doctor's office, but here I am. And so I'm trying to figure this out. And... It, I, you know, I don't know what, what, what the, you know, the great buildup was all about this. And I, so I installed it and it said, well, you know, the alarms may not work on your version, your iOS version. Well, I knew I had the latest 15.02. But so I just installed it and let it start working and I scanned it and I didn't think no more about it. So we went to bed on Saturday night and all of a sudden about 12 o'clock I get this beep, 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 beep. A real loud beep. And it says, your blood sugar has gone low and so it's set up to give you a beeping sound and it just keeps on until you you know go check your blood sugar and do something with that or as I found out on the air the other day when Gary and I were doing a show it beeps when it gets too high if it goes above 180 and it seems to do these at the most inopportune times. Then it, um, then it, when it, my, it's based upon Bluetooth. And I don't know if there's different areas of the house or whatever, but sometimes you, you'll lose a Bluetooth connection. Knowing that this is the first version on the iPhone of this, you know, there may be a little bit of bugs in it, and they may have to work it out. But that's the only real difference that I can tell. But it is nice to know, because you may not be checking your blood sugar at that time, when you get that an alarm that goes off and tells you. Um, Jennifer, is that pretty much what you noticed? Oh, yeah, and you can't miss it. I mean, it's... It's loud. 
at first, when it first did it, the first time I thought maybe the smoke detector was going out. Because I wasn't in the same room with you when it did it. And I thought, well, maybe the battery and the smoke detector's running down. So, in order for the alarms to work, you have to be within 20 foot of your um, phone. So, you pretty much are tied to your phone in your pocket, or, and most people do. But it's going to be on the Google Play Store very, very soon. It has to go through the FDA approval, and it just so happens that iOS um, got theirs done first. It looks like the app looks to me it's pretty much the same except it looks like they ported it from an internet application but you know it works but I had no idea what to do when it said everything was incompatible and I got it home and I fully was not prepared for that at all Dave, you got anything to say about this new app? Well, I haven't tried it yet because I still have some of the old sensors and I'm still using the older version. So I have to, uh, when I get my new sensors, then I'll download the app. App and give so it are a they t- going to replace all the old ones or will you get a choice next time you get your prescription renewed if you want the old one or the new one I want to that's a good question I don't know and I didn't ask for version 2 I did not ask for it at all but I got it and I had to learn how to resolve it real quick to figure out well what am I supposed to do here I was going to take a I didn't really want to make a fourth trip back to the pharmacy, but... So did the sensor look different? No. Sensor, the, you know, the how you apply it, there's nothing different. I noticed... Maybe they're discontinuing the old sensors. Well, now that could be. But, you know, some people are going to have to... to you know, then they'll have to download a new app. They really want you to use the um, the reader that comes along with it. That's what they really want you to do. But that's not accessible for us. So yeah, we if they have, don't do something about the reader. It doesn't do us any good. And you have to be careful when you get sensors that they don't sell you the reader with it. Right. You have to be very, 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 very careful. But it is very much doable. You just got to get used to that alarm. But I've had, and maybe I had them before and didn't realize it, I've had maybe four or five or six low ones. I've only had one or two high ones. But... What I'm finding is is my blood sugar swings a lot. It doesn't say constant. It's it's pretty much, you know. I had two of them last night, two warnings for low. So far this morning, knock on wood, it's all been good. But why I kind of wanted to use my Android phone was... Um, 
using a monitor like this can be a little harder on your battery, I think. Because, you know, that's constantly looking. But as power it reads or, you know, the things that you do, no, it's... Um, and I think it's a little easier to share your your information with your doctor's office or caregivers if you have any of those. So that was my Libre experience and how um, we got through that. But it's a good thing I was lucky enough to figure out what to do because otherwise I just would not have known what in the world to do. Um, but it it all ended well and it worked it, you know it works okay but um, in I don't know that much about I mean you know I know about Bluetooth but in certain areas maybe Bluetooth is not as good as other areas I don't know but you know it could only probably get better I would think Fortunately, Jeff, you don't have to use one of those. Not right now, and, and, and but it could easily happen to me. I mean, I, it's it's in my family, but so far I've been checked and it's no problems. But I agree. I think Bluetooth depends on the range that you are from the device that needs uses Bluetooth than your phone or whatever. Well, it's only a few feet away, so I don't don't know. I noticed where I had the problem is where Jenny takes her iPhone outside and sits in the chair out there she has trouble making phone calls if um, you were yeah, in that, that chair wise, then the blue well that could that be, be Wi-Fi or it or could be Wi-Fi or it could be a problem with somewhere somewhere she's not picking up the cells from the tower somehow you know yeah as well um I've noticed it's just from, a matter of feet away if I move over to the other chair it works yeah that can happen that that can happen but we had that experience so I was a little concerned there for a while I thought hey I just paid seventy six dollars for these two things. And I want them to work. But they did. But you also have the option. You can turn that off. So if you don't want that type of monitoring, you can turn that off. So, it might be good so you can sleep at night. Yeah. That, that might be true, too. I might but, turn it off after a certain time at night because... On that one night, it woke us up four or five times. Yeah, that that works that way. But I just wanted to pass along that experience. So if anybody else is out there using theirs or goes to the pharmacy and comes back and they they have this problem happen, you know, if they made those readers accessible, that would not be an issue. But it is so. That's what we got to deal with. One other thing I want to talk about, and it's coming soon. It's already in some CBSs. It's already in the app, and it's called Spoken, S-P-O-K-E-N-R-X. 
And that means that you can load your CVS app on your phone. It's just the mainstream app. And there's a tab over there that you can get to. And you can scan your prescription if they've prepared it, if they put the the tag on it at the at the drugstore. So that is one way. They also will be providing free readers, free accessible readers for people. So that will be one other way that we'll just have choices. And we do much better with choices here in this country. So anyone else on the panel got anything else? It's getting close to 10 o'clock. How long is our demo today, Chris? It is about 25 minutes. Okay. So we got a little bit. have a recipe as well. Yeah, well, that gives us 30 minutes, yeah. So... Chris, I got to ask you one very quick question, and I don't because it's very quick. I don't normally use Ira, but uh, when when I order my prescriptions from Walgreens, I just need to know the difference between the lisinopril and the amlodipine. I always know what the uh, simvastatin is like because the, the, I know what, the, what those pills look like. But the amlodipine and the and the and the simvastatin and the I'm sorry the am, the amlodipine and the lisinopril all of the same shape pill and they feel exactly the same. So, how do I hold that label up to the bottle to have them read it? Is, is it, um, it can it be done? Lay, yes, it can be done. I what I do is I lay the bottle down on the table and I hold the camera above the side of the bottle that's facing up, and they will tell you if you need to rotate it. Usually, it's on the left hand side of the label. Okay. Like and I said, I don't know. I don't know how long it would take them to read that bottle. I know. I, not I, long. Oh, it don't, takes them. It takes thirty seconds or less. I mean, if right. they could read my bottles of gin properly, that would be great too. But that's not. They can do that. I'm just giving you a hard time, Chris. Thank you. I appreciate it. I don't want to hold the And then if demo. you want to, you can label the lid in Braille or whatever. Right. I, I have Dymo label. around one of them. Or- right. And I have, I have a Dymo label, so I can put L for lisinopril and A for amylodipine. That's not a, it's not a problem. But it's not um, can, it can also, they can also read the butter beans. And- right. Oh, ah. Dave. Now you're all, all hard, stuff. Dave. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> but but I, I will should, tell I you. I read our instructions yesterday for our meatloaf dinner that turned out to be pretty oh, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, and but shame on Walgreens for be the only large major drugstore that's well them and what's the other one? Maybe they do too now. I don't know, but shame on Walgreens for lagging behind and not providing well, they have that one thing. But that thing's hard to use. Well, that's not a very practical solution. Well, you, I, I still use the script talk because it's. Perfect. It works. Perfect. Right, but script talk is not available at Walgreens, and only is it available in select drugstores or whoever provides yeah. it, like Sam's Club, um, you know, or Walmart, or some various drugstores. Um, some Costco. You know, well, I got to give, I got to tip my hat to CVS build because they were they're very accessible. And when I went to their website, they they stress accessibility. When you look at their iPhone, they stress accessibility, and they didn't used to be that way. So I will tell you, they they've 
Well, that it's they've gone 360 degrees in the right direction. Right, and thumbs down to Walgreens for not wanting or doing that, and now they're getting. They'll have to do it because litigation will take care of that. But you know, and even some pharmacists who work there will tell you that that's not totally you know the right way to do it so but you don't want to get your stuff mixed up but ira will help you do that and they can get that done in a few seconds jeff thank you very much so that 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 is not a problem but you don't want to mix up and this is national what is it prevention medicine what is it um they well, came coming out. up on the 23rd, I think it is, if, if you have old prescriptions, they, they want you to, to uh, properly dispose of those. Uh, so. Right. But this is a kind of an awareness month. And people like Envision America, you know, they really need to be commended for developing that app and then licensing it to other people. And they will even promote the... Um, the CBS app because they're all about the same thing and that's accessibility and you that's know what CBS told me that you don't have to have a, the, the groceries mail ordered to you from, from they, they actually have the labels and stuff in the store itself that's, uh, so if you need them they're there and that's what their website says as well right so it's it's important that we support or try to support places that do that and make things you know accessible for us so if anybody's got some positive let's take a few minutes and be positive about companies that have provided something positive well, I think, I'll tell you an experience I had when you refilled my transfer my medicine over to Walmart they sent and and we and filled the prescription. It came back, and there were these boxes. And I thought, "What is this? This is not the way they usually do my my medicine." But the box had a braille label on it, so I knew what it, what the medicine was. And I thought that was so cool. Well, that is cool that they really did nice that. Jennifer. Plus, they saved her fifty percent on her prescription by doing it for. A 90-day supply for $10 instead of... Like 23 or 25 So everybody... With insurance, so... You can See, send that $15 some, you're saving, you can send to me to pay my utility bill, Jennifer. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, she, she's, you know, your wife is going to kill me one day. You realize that, Bill. <laughs> it's coming soon. I know it's coming soon. Fran uh, has her hand raised. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Fran. Let me, let me yourself, Fran. Yeah, here. Um, I just wanted to talk about the. Um, we use the script talk, and it's great because not only does it tell you what the medicine is, but you can do it. You can either do a quick scan or a full scan. And if you do a full scan, it will give you all of the um, possible side effects. What you can't have, you know, like one of them. One of my medications, you can't have grapefruit anything with and I didn't know that before um, and 
so and it not only does that but it saves the information so like all of my medications now are saved onto my phone so if i go to the doctor i don't have to make up a medications list i can just show them the list on my screen of my script talk i think it's wonderful and i if the um if the cvs app works as well that'll be good too because uh you know the well the insurance i'm on now would prefer i get my drugs from cvs they have special deals with them so if well, i stay on this insurance you know I, and i'm not pushing yeah i'm not pushing cvs over any of them oh no 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 uh, i, I was know. just saying that the you know they're really great to have and if the, if the cvs is good as uh the uh script talk it's just really nice sometimes it's kind of scary to know what's in your medication but (laughs) well that's true but jeff wouldn't have that problem he's go ahead but you know what cbs said oh i'm sorry go ahead jennifer sorry about that there's things that the doctors don't tell you like i never knew for years that i was supposed to wait i was supposed to take my medicine my thyroid medicine on an empty a half an hour before I ate on an empty stomach. I never knew that. I remember asking the doctor before, and she said, oh, it doesn't matter. You can have it with your coffee or breakfast or whatever. But you know why? Because they, they figured, well, someone will read the instructions for her when she gets them from the drugstore, because they always have well, that in print. Well, well I, I had a doctor tell me one time that I should really... I mean, he was very nice about it, but he said, you know, you really should talk to the pharmacist because they know more about medications and how they work than we do. Now, I would that's get rid of that doctor. I would, I would get rid of that doctor, Chris, I tell you. No, he was, he was very good. No, that's good. Um, he just didn't know I was needing one that worked differently, that had a different mechanism. And he said, you know, you really probably should talk to the pharmacist because they actually do know more about drugs than we do and uh, you know i appreciated his honesty well a lot of those warnings uh, my mom used to work for a pharmaceutical company um and a lot of the warnings that they put on there are things that they have to report them if they happen one time so let's say one person takes this medicine and gets a seizure they have to put it you know can cause seizures um you know, because maybe a couple of people have had them with it. So they have to, you know, some of those things, yeah, you should pay attention to them. I'm not saying not to, but uh, some of those are just, uh, you know, cover yourself kind of things. That, you know, if it happened once, it can happen again, so we better warn people. Yeah, that's a valid point. Thank you. And I think that, that I think that happens, and, you know, we're not here to promote one company over another company, but you know, in the script talk is just you know is probably a part of the CBS app to tell you the truth because there's probably not a lot of developers in this field. But the main thing is it gives you independence when you can tell your medicine and I know there's ways of brailing him but if you can do it yourself and you want to braille him that's fine that's well especially if you can go to the drugstore and get the prescription and have it done that way and you don't have to do mail order because not everybody 
sometimes you don't have time to wait for a mail order if it's something they give you that they want you to take right away. I think I think there's advantages in mail order because you can buy them cheaper. Some insurances, you know, works better that way, you know, and whatever. But I go ahead. Dave does his mail order, and these guys are really good. We get them sometimes so early that I'm thinking, why are we getting this now? We still have plenty. But that is also why I chose to keep my foot in a local pharmacy with my stuff so that if it's an antibiotic or something he does need right away, we've got, we're established somewhere. Yeah. But I, I, I you know, it, it's just whatever works for you and you're comfortable with. But I'm, I try to set it up here to where we can do as much for ourselves as we possibly can. Now, it's not always possible, but you certainly try. Um, I don't know, Jeff, do you, when you go get your prescription, how do you get, do you have to take the drugstore or, I mean, the van to go get it or bus? Well, because I'm going to be switching drugstores because I'm, I'm not really happy where the Walgreens is located because i got to take two buses to get there. But if I if I which I'll be which I'll be, I'll be going to CVS, if I go to downtown Albany grab some lunch, it's one bus to get to CVS and I can get back to the bus stop and take the same bus to get home. So that would or you know back back to the mall and get the other bus home. So it really is a good option for me. So that would work perfectly. So also I can yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just saying. Also, CVS will also through ship. They've got an arrangement through ship. They will have your orders delivered to your home the same day. That is so. correct. As a matter of fact, the lady was so nice at the pharmacy telling me all about their services when I got my vaccination there that I decided that maybe I you know, might want to, want to definitely end. She knew who I was. She goes, I remember you from years ago when you used to come in here. So, I mean, that's pretty cool when they remember you. And that, you know, what can I say? <laughs> hey, we got a friend uh, in Wichita, I believe. We do. Julie. Julie, can you unmute yourself, please? Yes, I'm from Topeka. Topeka. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. That's okay. I've never been to Wichita. Oh. Uh, but, but the thing is about, you know, when I got the sample of the labels, it had all kinds of information. And, you, yes, you can do a quick scan or a full scan. But it depends on how much of the information the store puts on, because some of them put on more and less than others. Um, I'm sure that is, but the way I look at it, Julie, a lot more information is better than no information. So if they're doing it on, like, the phone or whatever, they have a pretty fair amount of information. I mean, you... Um, I I guess you know depend upon what you wanted, but it seemed to really go in and give a lot of information. Yeah, they do, but I think my Walmart does not give quite as much information as like the sample label showed that could be given. Um, well, that's not up. That's up. That is not up to the, the manufacturer of the of the 
of the drug that when they create the labels. I'm not sure that the store creates the labels like that. So, but I'll ask oh. that question when I go to Walmart. If it's maybe if it's a generic medicine, I don't know. You huh. know, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. It seems like mine had a lot of information, but then again. You know, I have I've found with uh, mine, I use uh, a lot of times if I don't know what it is or anything, I use Super Sense to read the labels. And boy, that that does a nice job of reading. Do you have to label? We have to lay the bottle down uh, on your counter and have it uh, read the labels. Is that how you do it, Tim? Usually, stand it up and then. I stand the phone on edge, but tilt it at an angle. Or I stand it on its end and tilt it at an angle and have it about a foot away. And that seems to work pretty well. And then you just turn the bottle slowly until it reads. I'll read you the whole thing. But... Now, what I do is my, my label's kind of more on the bottom. And so I put the bottom of the label against the you know the earpiece and the phone and then it starts reading yeah yeah but the walmart uses the um system that dave uses so with envision so they use script talk the walmart uses script talk yeah yeah and that's what i do and i have it on my phone and my insurance company has something I guess it's made by the same company I don't know that it's exactly script talk but they want you to use a machine for it and I'm kind of going why when I can do it with my phone which I already have well they do yeah. have they do have the uh, machine if you want to use that uh, we yeah. we have the machine but heck <laughs> it works perfect on the iPhone, so I figure... Right, but whatever my insurance company has um, that apparently is supposedly made by the same company, with them, they don't use an app on your phone. You have to have a machine, and I'm going, why should I get that when I already have an app on my phone and can use it? Yeah, Yeah. it's kind of like that diabetes reader thing I was telling you about. You know, if I can't... But, But they have to they have to cover their bases for people that don't have smartphones. Right. Oh, I understand, but they yeah. tried it's to a, tell me it's the, the same company, company that, that have a It's the same company, it's just that they, they give you the option. You can use the machine or you can use the app. And as okay. far as uh, Envision goes, Envision America, we had the machine before they even developed the app. That's how yeah. we got the machine. Otherwise, we wouldn't have. Yeah. Well, see, because when I called said, well, you know, it'll cost you a little bit if you get the machine, but you can just get an app on your phone and do it. So I said, that's fine if I can do it on my phone. So that's what I did. Yeah, now Walgreens... I assume the app is free. Yeah, it's free. Yeah, it's free. free. We charge you $100 for it, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the machine used to be free, too. Right. That's right, yeah. but before the app, the machine was free. Yeah. Now, except for Jeff, it's four hundred dollars. Thanks, Dave. Uh-huh. That's very nice of you, yeah, Dave. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's All right. right. Thank you, Julie. All right. It's four hundred dollars in the dish of butter beans for Jeff. Yeah. yeah. That's it. 
Messiah. I have to go off and get my um, booster shot. So we'll see you guys. Well, boost away and see you tomorrow. And I'll I'll see what I can do to bring your numbers down. Okay. (laughs) By the way, Tim, when you get home, try to drink lots of water. They told me that 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 helps uh, avoid some of the side effects. I remember them saying that before. I I never had any with Pfizer. Um, uh, after the second one. Yeah, I had some. I told you that earlier. But drink water, and that that'll probably help. That might ease some of that if you have a problem, Tim. You're just defective. All right, Jeff. Uh, see, that's because I yeah. don't like butter beans. I don't like mashed potatoes. I don't like peas, and that's why the you don't like mashed potatoes. Wait a minute, hold up on. That. No, I do like mashed. Potatoes. I'm sorry if they oh. if they have lots of garlic in them, I like. Them. Oh, okay. I don't like those, but whatever. I like them plain. But I like garlic. I need to send Jeff with the Jackie Miller the CMA foods they don't like. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> they they don't like they don't like this they don't they don't like this. Why don't well, try something at least once, Bill? I'll always try something. Try it, but you just don't like it. Um, I guess we better like this and. It's about time we run Chris's demo, and then I can start getting set up for Tim's show today. It will be Perry in with me and friends, and who knows? Dave did this one. I just pushed the buttons. You just pushed the buttons. Did you talk during this one? Oh yeah, some. You're you're not going to keep. Are you kidding? Chris, talk. Yeah. (laughs) You better be careful, Dave. She never met a microphone she didn't like. But I actually never had that problem. No. You want to say anything about this before we get started? Well, we had a single induction burner, and it began to crack on us. I don't think it would have hurt it much, but it got a lot of use. And I decided I wanted a dual one because I like the single one so well. And we got on Amazon, and this is what we picked up. Well, we're now going to hear it. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another exciting demo. As soon as we quiet down the bird. It's been a while since you've heard from us. (laughs) Chris and I made an exciting purchase. You've heard us talk in the past about cooktop burners that you can buy separately, you know, and you can set it on the counter and use it for heating up. These are induction burners. Anyway, the we decided that we wanted a dual induction burner, um, or induction cooktop. So we made a purchase of a, let's see, it is a dual induct, true induction cooktop burner. I think I got that all right. You'll also see the word inset in the name of it, but you can inset it into your counter or not. We've chosen not. It's it's one of those that you can build, like if you were remodeling your kitchen and you might want to have this thing mounted in your counter. So it sets down, you know, in the glass. It's a glass top. It sets flush with your <laughs> counter, just like a... Well, like, like if you laid a cutting board on your counter without legs. Right. 
So, anyway, we'll start by... Um, I'll let Chris give you the information about the product real quick. Let me say the reason I like the induction is because you you have such exact um, heat with it. You can you can really set it where you want to instead of just high, medium, and low and kind of guessing, you know, which is okay, and I've done it for years. You can actually be exact, plus they're, <clears throat> they're um, flat, so they're very easy to clean. Now, those of you who have gas, I mean, not gas, glass stovetops, you know, you might not be interested in something like this because yours is already going to be easier, easy to clean. Mine is not. And my burners on the gas stove, the grates are removable, but the burners are not. So this is a whole lot easier to clean up. It's model... Well, it, they give you a QB ID, so it's QB. The QB ID is T is in Tango, I is in India, dash two, B is in Bravo, N is in Nancy. Um, that's the that's the um, ID of it, and it is it's ceramic glass. So that's it's very very smooth, and uh, Dave will give you the dimensions and stuff in just a minute. Uh, you can buy this from Amazon. The cost on Amazon was three hundred and fifty dollars at the time. They do have cheaper ones. We liked the way this one looked. We called Ira, and we liked the buttons and so forth. It looked like it would be easier to use than the other one. And we forgot to turn the announce off. To turn that announcement off. <laughs> yeah, we forgot to do that. We did the phones and everything, but we forgot to do that. Anyway, the phone number to True Induction, should you want to call them, is 877-862-7049. That's 877-862-7049. You can go to trueinduction.com. That's T-R-U-E-I-N-D-U-C-T-I-O-N.com. No spaces. And you can see what all they have there because they do have other things. Yeah, because they have like single single burners. I even saw a quad. Yeah, <laughs> well, so, that'd be pretty good. So. Yeah, it sure would. <laughs> but they have all kinds of things, and uh, we we kind of liked what we saw about how it's made. And you can actually, we were surprised. You can actually feel the buttons just a little bit. They're truly in the glass, all right, but they are ever so slightly textured. Um, we could both feel them. It's not easy though, so uh, we're, we're, we've marked it because you, you don't know how long that stuff's going to last. Right? Yeah. If you have sensitive fingers, real sensitive fingers, you sh you should be able to feel the buttons as well as the outline of the burner. Well, it's not really a button, but there's like a. Well, they're button shaped. Yeah. They're round. They call them buttons, but they're not truly buttons. But we knew that when we ordered it because, like I said, we we did call Ira and talk to. Them. Yeah, we got this kind of as a challenge because we knew that the the dual burners were touchscreen, and so um, we we checked with Ira to see what the spacing was like, so that if we wanted to put labels on it, we could, and that's what we did. 
So when you take this thing out of the box, and it's it 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 weighs about uh, oh I don't know ten pounds, I think it said something 12. like that or twelve, something like that. Uh, so out of the you take it out of the original box. There's another box inside which has the burner in it, the dual burner. And when you take it out of the box, you'll find a you know the, the unit itself. It's uh, 23 by 15 by 3. In other words, the way they suggest you mount it, which we kind of disobeyed that a little bit because... Well, we didn't have the space to do We didn't have the wanted. space to make it vertical. It's and supposed to be vertical, meaning one burner further away from you and one closer to you. Right. But we put it on top of our stove and there wasn't quite enough space so what we what we well before i get to that um in the box there's a bag it has uh, and instructions which you know we got the manual off the website actually ira sent us the manual right so anyway um in the in the bag that's in the box is is the instructions on how to use it and there are also four legs and four screws so that if you want to use it as a countertop or put it on top of your stove like we did because um, we don't use the stove a whole lot anymore. no we really don't <laughs> so we have a little these little glass things that sit on top of the burners and then we just set the this burner the dual burner on top of that glass uh, so but what I had to do was I had to mount the four legs on the bottom of the unit there there's a uh, there's four holes two in each one in each corner <clears throat> about a, about an inch or so in from each corner and there's four screws and four legs so you take one leg and you put the uh, the screw through the leg and then put it screw it into the hole on it one on one leg one screw in each corner so I put those on and um, we peeled off a sticker there's a great big sticker on the glass you need to get that off before and you do anything cooking right. was and um, so anyway um, we did I did all that and then since we we found out that by putting it on to put it on the stove it was too long from front to back it was sticking out over the edge of the stove so and that's the way they they you know they're they're using it because they have the buttons to the right of each burner you have one towards you and and one away from you well it wouldn't work that way so what we did was we turned the unit sideways and then when we put the braille label on it we just turned the braille around so that it will read correctly when you read uh, right correctly for us for us that is sighted personnel just have to look at it you know but they just don't. have to turn their eyes sideways i don't know so like if if, if the plus was on uh, if the minus was on the top row of buttons then um 
Chris turned the, the, the label for that around so that when you're reading it across uh, with the thing turned sideways like we did, it'll actually read correctly. Correctly. It's the right orientation. The Braille is in the right orientation. It's not in the correct orientation if you were looking at it print-wise. Right. But that's that's okay. So if a print per, a sighted person is going to have to look at it sideways. This is a blind <laughs> a blind friendly house. Right. <laughs> But we got this to see if, if, if we could adapt it, and we were able to do it for us. And by, by turning the thing sideways and turning the Braille sideways, uh, everything worked out just fine. For all intents and purposes, for us, the Braille is above the top row buttons and under the bottom row buttons, because there wasn't quite enough room in between. Right. But it turned out really well, and, the, and of course, um, we we did have some help with Ira to get the the button layout, so we knew which way to put the where to put the labels, and we did that. And we had some help from Ira making sure we understood the the temperature increments and ranges too. So and right. the timer. So I'll let Chris. Uh, give you the button layout because she has it in front of these she has the information in front of her and i don't so uh. okay there's in essence two sections the section on the, the now remember we have it horizontally yeah from left to of, right instead, instead of, of vertically right so I, when i talk about this i'm going to talk about the way we have it turned not the way the manual is going to describe it there are two there's two sections there's one for the left burner which is in in our case underneath the buttons are underneath the left burner and there's a section under the right burner each of those sections is in two rows across the top row of each section the the button on the left is minus the one on the right is plus <clears throat> on the second row first button has a picture of a flame. It's actually referred to in the manual as the heat button. It has levels 1 through 10. Its default level is 5. The next button is the temperature button. This is going this right is to going left. left to right. Or left to right, rather. Left to right. And it's the same on both sides. The, the second button from the left is the temperature button. It goes in 30 degree increments from 150 to 450. The default is 270. And you change it by using the minus and plus, obviously, and you also change the heat 1 to 10 by using the minus and plus. The third button over is, and I, th I think I said this goes from 150 to 450. Maybe I did. You did. Anyway, the fourth button is, I mean the third button, I'm sorry, is timer. Um, so you press the timer and then you use your plus and minus. Plus and minus. It'll go up to 150 minutes and it moves in five minute increments. <clears throat> the last button is the power button and that simply turns it on and off. Now what you need to know though is when you turn it on, you, the first time you press the power button, nothing's going to happen. 
What it's asking you to do, the, the heat and the temperature button over on the left-hand side, those are flashing. It wants you to choose heat or temperature. So once you do that, then you can use your plus or minuses to change the setting from 270 and up or down or level 5 up and down. Then you press the timer button. And that goes up in five-minute increments, as I said. The default is zero on that. Now, you have to... The thing you need to know and the thing that... If, if I was going to have one eh, slight complaint, it would be this. When you set your... You get ready to set the time and you hit the timer, you'd better move to the plus and minus really fast. Because the time's out it, real quick. It does, and it will flip you back to heat or temperature, depending which one you're using. And if you press the plus or minus, then you're going to change your uh, temperature or heat setting. So you've got to be fast, and you would do well to maybe use IRA the first two or three times you set it to make sure you are quick enough and that you know what you're doing. Or have a uh, sighted person that's there. Well, if you, you happen know. to have one handy, yeah. <laughs> Which we seem to never have one handy. Yeah. But uh, you might be able to, I don't know, I, the buttons are pretty sensitive. I don't know if you could do it with the light probe without, you'd have to be careful not to touch something. Um, we should also tell you that on an induction burner, of course, many of you know, especially if you listened to our last demo on the single induction by Copper Chef, which was a wonderful device, by the way, but they don't make a dual, because um, I would have bought that if they had a... Um, you have to have cookware that a magnet will stick to the bottom of. That's that's how you know if your cookware is induction. Most right. If a magnet doesn't stick, it won't work. The the unit it, uh, for safety reasons it will not work. Well, it won't even heat. It right. just won't. So. And induction is is uh, really nice because the only thing that gets hot is around. If you've got a pan on there, that's what's going to get hot. But anything around it does not. So you know it's it's a lot different than a than a stove, and it and it uh, it's true you get true temperatures out of it. So it, it's perfectly even temperatures when when you have it set. This is an eighteen hundred watt unit. It's a it's a one twenty plugs into regular house current. It's eighteen hundred watts, and that's both burners. So if you're using 900 watts on one burner, you can only use 900 on the other burner. Your total wattage for both burners has to equal 1,800. So if, you, if you're only using one, you're going to use 1,800 You can use 18, the whole 1,800, yeah. Because it, it just cuts it in half, that's all it does, which makes sense because that's drawing an awful lot of power off of there. Yeah, especially for just a 120 circuit, I mean just a 120 house current. And, and the unit does have a fan in there that runs, that, that keeps the, uh, well, they're like uh, coils in there, and the fan keeps those coils themselves up. And so. to turn it off, you just hit the power button and it will go off, but it might come back on. If it does, that's just the fan cooling it down. Right. Now, the man, I'm going to say this. Um, the manual says it remembers your last setting. 
when we called Ira, we didn't find that to be true. So just be aware and and check for yourself because, you know, they may be a little different or something. We didn't find that to be true. Uh, But we did just get it today. So, you know. So this is really new, new to us. Um, so, but, but we were excited, and we wanted to do, to do the demo. So, and it, it, it's very nice. It's, it's got a nice, smooth glass top. You can tell where the burners are because if you if you got real set, nice, sensitive fingers, you can feel the round circles where the two burners are. And an emblem in the middle. And there's an emblem right in the middle of each one of those burners, I which what it is. I like it because it's a, for me. I can I can look for the emblem and I can find that faster than I can find the little um, circle. circle. Circle's a real thin line. So all I have to do is center my pan over that emblem and I've got it made. Now because this unit is, we have it turned sideways um Let's see here. Take my hands in. Um, the way we have this turn, we have the unit, as as we said, sideways, going from left to right being the longest and the shortest being front to back. And it's sitting on this glass thing we have over our stove burners. We have two glass cutting boards over the stove. And we just have this sitting on top of that because I put the legs on it. So I originally did that because it made extra counter space when we weren't using the stove because um, we don't have a ton of counter space or else I have too much stuff, whatever. Right. <laughs> so the cord is coming out of the left-hand side and then it's it's going over to where I have it plugged in right now. And uh, when oh. you first plug it in, it's going to beep real loud. So you'll, you'll definitely know. A loud, long beep. Yeah. So you'll know when you have power. Now, we already have it <gasps> plugged in. So... Chris, go ahead and do what you're okay, going to do. I'm going to press. Um, she has a pan with water yeah, in it. Yeah, we just have some water. I'm going to press power. I'm going to press, um, if I can find it, temperature. I'm going to go up to 330. I'm going to press timer, and then I'm going to go. That should be 20 minutes. The first time you press it, it shows up zero. Right. So that's that's what the unit sounds like. It's probably going to be a little louder if you're using both burners, because I believe there's a fan in each one of them. Well, that's a, we'll, we'll find that out, I think. She has getting another pan and put some water in it. And then we'll put it on the other burner. So we'll be using both of these burners at the same time. Uh-oh. I bumped something. I don't know what power, I think. Yep, there's the second fan, the second burner. noisier. No, she set the temperature on the second burner, because remember, when you use it two, you're going to set it twice, because you're going to set the left burner, and then you're going to set the right button. 
one thing uh, you, burner. One thing you do have to watch, the buttons are really sensitive, so make sure that, and I, I just did that, that's how I know, make sure the heel of your hand doesn't touch one of those buttons while you're putting your hands on. Right. Because that's easy to do. I'm going to walk back over here, I guess. I'm going to turn this right one off. She's going to turn it off. She turned the right burner off. I had to push power twice. And, and, and by the way, the other one is we still have on. And, that, and I'm going to turn it off now. I'm going to turn it off. Whoops. That's how sensitive it is. Turn one on. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. There we go. No, it may turn itself back on. That's what I wanted him to hear. It probably will. To uh, cool down a little. It really wasn't that hot, so. No, especially the second. Yep. Yep, there it goes. It turned on because it thought it was. It needed to be cooled both down. It actually on. turned both burners back on, and it will cool that down. But I'm touching this right around where the, where the pan is, and already... I took that, since uh, she took that pan off, I could put my hands on where that where that uh, emblem is in the center of the burner, and it's, it's not even hot enough to, to burn my hand or anything like that. It's pretty cool. So, they both just now shut off, and you know, now it's shut down and ready no, for use. Came back on. I don't know which one it was. See if I can tell. Guess it probably needs to cool a little more. Okay, the right one came back on. That's the one I shut off manually, and I guess it didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll, that'll they'll run until it cools down because she shut it off manually. It thought it needed to cool down, so it turned itself back on. It felt cool to me, so you know. <laughs> oh well. And they do recommend that in cleaning it, uh, you start with a whole group of bird feathers that you rip out of the bird. No. Um, let's see. You use a damp cloth. You are allowed to use dishwashing liquid on a cloth if you need to. Uh, they recommend, of course, wiping it down each time. They don't. They tell you don't use abrasive. Don't put it under running water. Don't. Don't, definitely don't slam anything down on that glass top because it is glass. You know, it's ceramic glass, but still, I don't think I want to find out how sensitive that glass is. <laughs> no, it'd be cheaper probably to buy a new cooktop. But those of you that have cooktop stoves uh, probably already know. You just don't do things like that. And when you set your pan down on, don't set it down real hard. Just set it down nice and easy. Which you're going to want to do that anyway because you want to keep yourself lined up where, you know, the pan is lined up with the burner. So, you know, that's how that works. Okay, so to recap, this is a true induction dual burner inset and it is let's see it's um 
15 by 23 by 3. The phone number to in, True Induction, that's the brand, is 877-862-7049. That's 877-862-7049. The website is trueinduction.com. That's T-R-U-E-I-N-D-U-C-T-I-O-N.com. And let's see. Oh, this is also, it's called vertical inset, not just inset. It's called vertical inset, although we turned it horizontal, and you don't have to inset it. So it was $350 on Amazon. If you have any questions, we'll try to answer them. If you want to talk to True Induction yourself, that's I just gave you their phone number. There's also an email feature on their website where you can email a question. And I'm sure that Bed Bath & Beyond and some of those places may carry the same brand. I do not know. I haven't checked it out. But that's what we decided to do. We looked at two on Amazon, and this is the one we chose. And, of course, you might know it would be the more expensive one. But at any rate, it is the one we felt like we could handle and make more accessible for us. Yeah, it, it, it's a very nice unit, and like I said, it, it is a touch screen, um, and it's sensitive. So, you know, if, if you know uh, which button you want to push, and if you know it's on the top row, um, the button is actually below where we have the label. And if you're on the bottom row of on each burner, then you you press um, you find the, the bottom of the start from the bottom and take your fingers up to find your label, and, and then, then the button will be above it. it so it's above uh, the way we have it labeled. The label's on the bottom, and then on on the bottom row, and the button is above it, and it's reversed on the top row. So there's no labels in between the row buttons, which actually works out really nice because if there were, it would really be easy to accidentally activate one of the buttons while you're looking for the label. So. And they are spaced far enough apart that you know you don't run into the next button as long as you're careful. What I did on my labels, I made strips and I made um, for the bottom row, you have room for three letters and a space, three letters and a space, three letters and a space on, on the Perkins. So that that worked out really well because you've got, if you use your contractions, you've got heat is three letters, you've got power is three letters, you've got timer in the old, the regular Braille that we all know and love is three <laughs> letters. And, and uh, so UEB, if you're listening, oh well. Um, and, of course, temperature, I just put TMP. So it, it actually works out really well. Well, we were going to have Sunshine, our kitten, explain how it works, but she wouldn't do it. She's not so. even into purring right now because just <laughs> woke her up. Yeah. Well, that's how the unit works, and Chris and I really like it. It's, it's, it's very simple to use once it's labeled, and it does exactly what it's supposed to do. 
If you have any questions, you can always email Bill Sparks at Bill at BillSparks.org. And um, if he doesn't have the answers to the question, he'll get a hold of us and we'll make sure that you get the answers you need. Or if you have any questions during this live broadcast, you may reach us by calling 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 848-725-450. That's 848-725-450. When asked for a user ID, press pound and you'll be in the room with us where you may ask your question or make your comment regarding this true induction dual burn. Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next time for another, another exciting, exciting demo. Well, there we go, and I definitely would not know the answers. It's a great unit. I, I love this thing. It's, and, you know, because of the fact, that, like I say, if we, like I had said earlier in the demo, was if you you if you got sensitive fingers you can find those buttons and so if you know the layout of the buttons you could use it without the labels but they are really sensitive they are <laughs> why would somebody choose to use something like this when you might have a stove well if you don't have a glass stove they're a lot, these are a lot easier to clean than the burners. Now, some of the burners you can take out. Ours you happen not to be able to, and we have those heavy cast iron grates that go over ours, our burners that you can't take out. And so you got to contend with cleaning those. And, and the other reason, you, well, there's two other reasons you might choose it. One is if you need extra burners, or maybe you can't stand for a long time and you need to cook at the table now or if the, it, it's, its temperature is very very accurate so instead of having to fool with okay I wonder exactly where on this dial medium is or medium high or medium low you can program it exactly the way you want it and it doesn't get as hot around the burners as the stove does no it doesn't yeah, there, there's a. Uh, I could probably come up with a dozen different reasons why. Yeah, advantage, but the fact that it's induction is really nice, you know, because it only gets hot right around where the pan is. That's it. I've got a friend that swears by these things. He uses them all the time, but he doesn't have a lot of room. Yeah. And yeah, maybe well, we we don't either, and that's why it's sitting on glass cutting boards on top of the stove. But we can take it over to the table. I mean, you can take it outside on a picnic table and plug it in if you have electric out there. It's just so much for me. The the perk is in the cleaning of it. Yeah, I, I'm. It's you know, I I wouldn't tell anybody what to use or not to use but uh, what about you Jennifer or Jeff I can clean a flame over 
cleans up good. Yeah. You can see, especially in a small apartment, it would be nice to use a cook stove like that. Because the apartment I lived in had an old-fashioned gas stove that you had to light the burners like a Benson burner. And I never used it. So oh, I was wow. kind of afraid of it, so I always had it. But I would have used something like that instead. I have a glass cooktop on my stove, on uh, for the stove here, so... Uh it, and I, I use it pretty much. Uh, it works pretty well, and it has knobs for turning the burners on and off. So, uh, um, I would never go back to an open burner stove if I could help it. I love my glass top stoves. I do, too. It's, it's just so easy to clean. And oh, you're not kidding. Buy, we don't want to buy a new stove, so this was a good um, compromise. You don't? Oh, I don't. I don't. They, they're, they're, they're getting expensive <laughs> these days, too, so... I think they go about six hundred bucks, don't they? Six to seven. Depends if you want gas or electric. But you can even get, uh, you can even get a glass cooktop with gas, um, and the burners get hot. It heats the elements on the uh, heats the glass using yeah. a flame underneath, and so that that that's you okay. Can now, but when we got our stove, I don't think you could. No, they didn't have them. Because no. that's what I would have done. We, Chris and I have this thing about we, we like challenges, you know, and so we, that's one of the reasons we tried this touchscreen because we wanted to see whether it could be adapted, and it can, and it's it's very easy to adapt it. All you need to know is the button layout. The only thing you need to be careful where you set your hot pans if you're going to set one on there. First off. As with any glass, you don't want to do a lot of scooting or banging. But the other thing is, you got to be careful not to set them on your braille. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You definitely don't want to do that. No. And it's an it's an induction thing, so you have to have it. It has to be metal, or it has to use mag. It doesn't. It can't be. Uh, if a magnet sticks to the bottom of the pan, it'll work. That's what I meant. Okay. Well, Chris, you can start doing your. Your recipe while I'm starting prepared to trance over to be Tim. The time is 10 6 a.m. This is a recipe for sweet potato pound cake with Splenda. And sweet potatoes make everything very moist. You can't taste them, but they make everything very moist. It's kind of like applesauce does. And if you don't want to use Splenda, you can use sugar. One half cup chopped walnuts, and if you wanted to use a few more, I wouldn't tell anybody. Three cups of sifted flour, two cups of Splenda, granulated, one teaspoon baking powder, one half teaspoon of salt, one quarter teaspoon of baking soda, one cup of butter softened, and I'm sure you could use margarine, one cook, one cup cooked mashed sweet potatoes, <clears throat> and if you wanted to, you could use the canned variety to mash up, but just be sure you drain them really well. One cup non-fat buttermilk, one teaspoon of lemon extract, but I think I would prefer vanilla or something like that. Oh, here's another teaspoon of vanilla, so you would either double up on the vanilla or I'll bet orange would be good in there. Six large eggs. Okay, what you're going to do is you're going to preheat your oven to 350 
Grease and flour a 10-inch tube pan. Combine your flour, Splenda, uh, baking powder, salt, and soda in a large bowl and set aside. Beat butter at medium speed with an electric mixer for two minutes or until creamy. And then you're going to add in your sweet potatoes and your buttermilk and your extracts. And you're going to keep beating that for another minute or so. Then you're going to add flour mixture in thirds. And each time you add it, you're going to beat till it's well blended. And you're going to add your eggs one at a time, beating until the yellow is just absorbed, which is probably going to be about 45 seconds. And then you're going to spoon batter into your pan or pour it in is what I usually do. Just be careful not to pour it down that hole is all. Sometimes I cover my hole with a little bit of aluminum foil and then just pull it off before I put it in the oven. Bake 50 to 60 minutes or until a long wooden toothpick inserted in the middle comes out clean. And just cool it. And that's all there is. That sounds good. Sound if it's food, it's got to be good. That's right. That's and you'll, you'd never know there's sweet potatoes in there. You wouldn't. Oh, I've had, I've had uh, stuff like that, Chris. And you, you're right about that. Well, you know, that's like a lot of like things that use buttercream ice, uh, buttercream icing, and some of that has cheese in it, and you don't even notice it. That has no, you don't notice it. the cream cheese if it's got enough sugar in it. <laughs> oh, Chris doesn't like cheese. You know this already, Dave. But cream cheese frosting I like because it's sweet and you put vanilla in it and it's just yeah. good. And, and, and that's what they put on top of carrot cake. So That's right. Yeah. And I like mozzarella on pizza, but I am a cheese purist when it comes to pizza. I only want mozzarella. Skip the blended stuff. Oh, I don't blame you there. Carrot cake icing is wonderful, though. I'm going to leave you because I have to take a bus to go downtown, so... Oh, you're going to get some of that cream cheese frosting, are you? That's right. He's on his way. It's, it's, actually, gonna, it's, it's actually green. It's called green frosting or green money, whatever. <laughs> oh, he's going to have some of those gin and tonics. Not today. <laughs> Got you guys later, guys. Yep. All right. Actually, that wouldn't... I'm about ready for a margarita or something out here to start to get warm. That'd be good, nice and cold. Hi. Well, I guess we'll call it a day. You can go drink your margarita, and I'm going to transition into Tim. Well, a fake Tim. Anyway, for just a little bit here. So, Perry and I will be on in just a few seconds. Thank you, guys. Have a 